Welcome to another episode of Man vs. Marriage, the podcast. I am your host, Quincy Moran, along with Coach Rita Enos, and we are here to change your life. Believe me, your life is going to change very good, very good. Well, Rita, the last uh, episode five was a kick. I'm excited to be in episode six. Uh, one of the top reasons that I'm excited is because my lovely wife is in the studio. Yay! Shout out to Jeannie. Yes. Um, you're fun to look at, one. Um, so yeah, episode six. I uh, I'm stuttering. I'm talking over myself because it's the V word. That could go a bunch of different ways. I'll just go ahead and say it. It's vulnerability, okay? Vulnerability. Like the four-letter cuss word. The four-letter cuss word for dudes. Being vulnerable is just most of the time, Rita, kind of not acceptable. Um, Very true. And I don't know if it's the sports in me or if it's like a hardwired DNA man thing. Um but if I, it, when I got started, if I thought uh, asking questions was difficult, vulnerability was like, being vulnerable is just something that's not, it, it's not something we do. I mean, you're really talking about a guy putting himself out there. So, right. you know, what I'd like to do is maybe see if, could you share with us like woman's perspective, if you will, and, and if the opportunity arises uh, maybe we can bring Jeannie on and, uh, absolutely. She could talk a little bit about it and then I'll kind of get into, if you like guys perspective. And I'm not saying I talk for the entire male biology on the yeah, planet. Yeah. We need to put a disclaimer on that because we're not, we're not, um, stereotyping or, yeah. you know, is saying all men are like this cause that's not true. Unless you're an Auburn or Tennessee fan and I'm going to stereotype you. <laughs> Because uh, you are stereotypically fans of the of some of the worst teams in America. Oh but let's keep going. my goodness! Yeah, let's just keep. I don't want to. I don't want to digress. We, and we might could have get to erase into, that part, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> let's please, for the sake of me, keep it in there. Get a big roll tide. So, Rita, we'll turn it over to you now, and um, I'll try not to interject because I need to listen and learn here. Okay. So, okay. Vulnerability. This, it is true. This is probably one of the hardest. Um, Hardest thing to practice. It is probably one of the most important subjects to discuss. Um, and it's very hard to practice when you're hurt. Because the last thing you're going to do is open yourself up to someone who has hurt you to be vulnerable, to have them come in and crush you again. So when you're being vulnerable, it's having the courage to truly be yourself to express your thoughts and your feelings, that's not always easy, like I said, when you're in that state of being hurt. Um, and it's having the ability when someone is vulnerable that you make sure that you're a soft place to land. And I know Jeannie's in here with us, and I know she will um, convey that's something that I would constantly um, remind her that when Quincy is open and honest and vulnerable, and you know, this is a very difficult thing for him to be, um, talking to you about whatever subject it may be. And he's truly opening his heart up. You better protect that. You better 
you as a woman, you better take it for everything that it is, cherish it, hold it dear, because if you don't, they will shut down and shut you out faster than what you can even think or even imagine. Because like what you said, Quincy, it is very hard for men to be vulnerable. Um, like you said before in another episode, you know, men are just taught that they're, they're not supposed to associate with feelings because then that's a sign of weakness. And I think sometimes men look at vulnerability as a sign of weakness when that's all your wife is wanting you to be is to open your heart to me and trust me, like put your heart there out on the table and trust me with it. And it's not always the easiest thing to do. Um, Many times that when I'm coaching uh, couples in my office, men feel that if I am honest, like if I'm putting everything out on the table and I am honest, it's going to come back and bite me. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's something that has to be learned and it has to be taught and it has to be, um, explain to men that women really do want you or women really do want to be part of that with you. And sometimes, um, women don't always have the finesse per se. That's a great way to put it. To, um, to express that because when you have a man in front of you who's being vulnerable, a lot of times women don't know what to do with that. They don't know because it's such sometimes such an awkward place to be in your relationship. Is that it? And let me ask you, let me just pick your brain mm-hmm. so we can do some real time coaching here. Um, cause I, I think of the reasons for me, uh, that being vulnerable is kind of a scary thing, but yeah, um, is it is that because well, why don't women know what to do with a guy who's being vulnerable is that because it's just so out of the norm i mean it's not i mean we do what we see in our parents relationships you know um but what why why is that why uh why don't women understand men and vulnerability that's a really good question um I think because sometimes we as women have this expectation of our husbands that they're strong. They don't, um, you know, they're the ones that carry the load. Um, they're the ones that, that just pretty much keep their thoughts to themselves. It's, it's what it is that we see as a husband. What is it that my mom and dad personally, like what is it that my parents showed me vulnerability. So, so I like, again, I don't want to stereotype and say all women do this. Um, but whatever has been taught to your wife and how it is that they receive vulnerability, like it was a really hard thing in, in our relationship with my husband to be vulnerable because he wasn't taught how to be vulnerable. He was taught how to be strong. Yeah. So, and in my, in my parents' relationship, my dad was the strong one. So to see 
a man be vulnerable was very much like, what's wrong? Like, yeah. what's wrong with this person? Because it's, it's how it is. It's the filter that we have when it comes to vulnerability. I'd say so, because, you know, as a, you know, growing up, you know, um, it's like, dude, you're a guy, quit your crying, <laughs> quit your crying, get up, man up and make it happen. And I, I have to agree with you. I just want to see what your thoughts were, because it is, you know, Bill is like man's man. He you is know, a he's man's a, man. He's a man's man. I'm less of the prototypical man's man, because I'm more... I'm more of a ball of joy in the moment, although mm -hmm. I'm very intense. So maybe you might think it'd be easier for me to be vulnerable, but it's not. Right. Because I can't, as a dude, I can't show weakness because weakness is devoured. It will devour you. You know, and you, you get worried. It's like, if, if, I, if I share this, if, if your vulnerability gets met with sarcasm or belittling, it's done. Done. It's over. Because you're going to like, you're going to put yourself out there and you're not, I didn't go into it. Everything I do in life, I go head first. Mm -hmm. I run at the elephant. That's what I do. With vulnerability, nope. That's one area where it was like, okay, this is limited. I have got to test the waters to see where this is because I don't know. I thought of my wife and I in that sense as, we're on opposite sides of the field playing against each other, not playing on the same team. So I had to, I had to make sure that she was safe enough to, to be on my team. And then I was safe enough to share myself fully being vulnerable. I'm, I'm an emotional dude. I mean, um, it's, I, I don't know if it's just that spicy Irish blood in me that, you know, I love to debate. I love to argue. Just for the sake of arguing, I enjoy arguing, uh, whether I'm right or wrong. Right. You know, um, so that I have those fever pitches of I can be mad and 25 seconds later, I'm good. Um, but that, even though I'm not a man's man, but I'm more of a, you know, a joyous kind of guy, I, it was scary to become vulnerable because you don't know what she's going to do with it. What are you going to do with this? Because I am supposed to be the protector. I don't like having to be protected. I like, I thrive in protecting my family, my wife, my people. Right. So if the role is reversed. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like, a, it's kind of a sickening feeling before... <laughs> Just the thought of it, to think of it how I thought of it before I think of it now is just like, ugh. Well, I think, I think what um, men have to do if you're looking at it in that sense, vulnerability is a weakness, then you're looking at it through a filter. So my question to you, Quincy, is who told you that? Yeah. Who told you that being vulnerable is a weakness? Because vulnerability is having the courage to be you, to have the ability to express you. Mm -hmm. You are being true to you to say, this is me and I'm putting it out here. Yeah. How is that a weakness to be true to yourself? Well, um, there's no, 
So you're not allowed to be vulnerable in the sports game. You're just not. And my life was built around that sports thing. Mm-hmm. So on the baseball field, uh, on the football field, uh, wrestling, if you're vulnerable, you lose. If you expose an area of your life or an area of your game mm-hmm. that's weak, the whole process for the other side is built to attack that. Right. To and and I used I used to this day, you know, because I coached football for mm-hmm. so long. Mm-hmm. I used football as an example for life, because you can get knocked down, and you get up, and it's like the real life. It's like a, a real life process of how you're fighting and fighting and fighting and winning and succeeding and you lose some. So that's the, the only thing I, I can imagine. Now, parents divorced early and it was bad. It was a horrible situation, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like you're crying about something. It's like you got stop. You can't cry. You don't have time to cry. There's a song about big girls don't cry. Well, boys aren't supposed to cry either. Mm-hmm. You know, funny, my dad's thing was dried up. It never really had anything to do with crying, but it's like, we don't have time to complain. We have life to live. So you can't be weak. The weak get devoured. So you're not allowed to be weak. You move on. Right. So, so it's a filter that has been built inside of you since you were small. Um, just you look at, you look at it as relationships you could look at it as this is a game this is this is a football game this is a baseball game whatever whatever sports you're looking at your marriage and you're going you're going at your marriage through a filter of this is a sport yeah and this is how I'm going to handle it because in this sport of marriage there is no sign. There is no time for weakness. There is no time for crybabies. There's no time for vulnerability. What is it that we need to do to get to the goal line? Well, the thing I had to do was kind of shift my perspective because where where I'm weak, my wife is very strong. Yes. So if I'm the center and I don't have a quarterback, who am I going to snap the ball to? Right. <laughs> you know, I can't play quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's not my strength. Right. I play center. I play left tackle. I play right tackle, right guard, tight end, because that's the strength. That's who I am and what I have to do. Right. That's that's my area of expertise. But I have to rely on the other 10 people on the field, my coach, and those coaches that surround me, because where I'm weak, they'll be strong. Right. And it's building that trust with your quarterback Mm -hmm. to say, I may not understand this play. I'm going to go ahead and snap the ball. I'm going to do my part, and I'm trusting that you will do your part. Right. And I kind of had to shift my perspective on that. Mm -hmm. Because as a guy, you never want to look weak. As a little fat kid, I never wanted people to look at me as a little fat kid. Mm -hmm. So anytime somebody made um, a comment about me being a fat kid, what did that turn into? That turned into me beating people to the punch. Right. Or I'd make the jokes about myself, so you didn't have to. So uh, I was, you know, kind of protecting myself in that mm-hmm. way. So that was the mechanism that developed. And it's the same principle, if you will, I think. Tell me, Coach. It is. That, that I developed with uh, not being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Now, the benefits of vulnerability, wow. Wow. Holy cow. <laughs> you won't believe it if I tell you. But it's a, 
the 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 way that vulnerability can strengthen your relationship you know i think the the good book says i i believe it's like where you're weak he's made strong mm-hmm. and i and i and my and in my my marriage and my relationship where and i don't even like to address it as a weakness uh i think vulnerability is a better place but it's an it's an, a lifeline of trust that i have now that my wife we cultivated this we created this place where it's safe for me to say i'm worried or i don't know the answer or i'm afraid of something and to have her come alongside me to say look i believe in you um or it's going to be okay yeah it's going to be okay or i trust you what that does is that doesn't make you weak it actually transforms you into a stronger person mm-hmm. because I can't speak for other marriages, but when my wife, when she believes in me, yep, she has confidence in me. You better watch the hell out because I'm co- I'm coming at whatever the situation is, mm-hmm. and that's the that's the beauty of vulnerability for me. Whether it's in our sex life or it's in parenting or it's in our finances or whatever the case is, is having the freedom to be me and to say, I'm not sure about this, or just to be safe to pour my heart out to her and to know that she protects that and that she'll fight for me. Right. She'll fight on behalf of me for that to ensure that it's protected. And she's not going to use sarcasm to belittle me in a fight to use that against me to shut me down. Because like I said before, you're going to get a chance at this vulnerability thing and once I put it out there, if you take advantage of it, it's a steel door. Yes. There's no handle on the outside. It's closed. And and we're not going there again. Or it'll take a whole lot of healing to go back mm-hmm. there. Because we just don't like to open. If we open ourselves up in front of our friends, they'll knock our weenie in the dirt. I mean, that's <laughs> the way it is. Okay? That's a man saying, but that's the way it is. Right. So the the most sacred relationship I have on this earth is with my wife. Exactly. And and being safe to be vulnerable in front of her has made me such a stronger man in the way I it makes me want to protect her more. Mm-hmm. It makes me it causes me to love her and to trust her more. Right. And I'm I mean we're not even through all the benefits. I haven't even began to discover the long game on the benefits, if you will. Mm-hmm. The short game, it's been great. It was scary. I mean, it was scary. Right. You know, um, not knowing how it was going to turn out. Right. But learning that I could trust her, just, it, I mean, game changer. Game changer for I me. Think, I think, too, um, and Jeannie, if you want to come up, you can. Um, I think that... What, what men need to understand is vulnerability is such an intimate place to be. Really and as a woman, when you as a man are opening yourself up to, to let us in that place, it is such an intimate place to be. It's not, it's not, um, I think sometimes men look at it, like I said, like a negative they have a filter when it comes to vulnerability. And if you could look at it as a part of intimacy that you're having with your wife, 
you're connecting on such a deep level. And when you're connecting on that deep level, on an emotional level, because that's where you're connecting, your wife will do anything for you. Jeannie's shaking her head, yes. That is the benefit when you're connecting on that level of vulnerability and you've opened yourself up and you shared a part of you, you've let me into you, to the depth of you. It's so intimate. And as a wife, you just cherish that and you will be intimate with your husband in other ways that he needs. Yes, I am talking sex. It does lead to that because because as a husband and a wife, you connect it emotionally. You connect it with her emotionally, and now she's willing to give you whatever it is that you want. Is that not true, Jeannie? Actually, it's very true. Um, I think for us, it's it changed everything with us when um, I wasn't the only one with emotions. So I, I think with with women, myself especially, it's always been... I'm the emotional one. I get, I'm the one that worries. I'm the one that gets upset. I'm the one that deals with, you know, the, the stress of finances and the bills and things like that and the kids. And he never wanted to lay anything extra on me because I have enough to deal with. I shouldn't have his responsibilities. Um, but once he started showing me, you know, these things worry me. These things are, are taking a toll on him. It's like, I don't feel alone anymore. I'm not carrying it by myself anymore, which puts me in a position to want to go to you and want to um, have that intimacy with you because now you're on my level. I understand what you're dealing with. You understand what I'm dealing with. And now I'm not trudging it by myself. There were other instances. um, I think your surgery was probably the biggest one because you had no choice in being vulnerable there. You you were on your back constantly and in and out of the hospital and with the kids, the responsibility had to come to me, but so did the protectiveness. You know, I'm I'm the one that needs the safety. I'm the one that needs the security. I'm the one that needs the the assurance that we we can pay our bills. The kids are taken care of. Uh, you know, I, I'm the one that has to know that everybody is safe and cared for. When you went into the hospital and everything went topsy turvy, my focus changed from. I already have the kids safe. I already have the bills handled. Now I have to protect you because you weren't in a position to do it for yourself. And I think what shifted for us was you being willing to finally concede and say, I'm stuck in a bed. There's really nothing else I can do except heal. So I have to trust you, my wife, to handle everything and know it might not be the way I would do it. It might not be exactly what I want, but you're not going to walk into something feeling like I just let everything go. Yeah. Um, and at the same token, when you were going through things with the doctors, I had to be the voice at some point. Yeah. Normally, you know, when we deal with the kids and, and sickness and things like that, um, school is my area of, of being the strong personality, but always with the doctors and different things like that, it's always been you. I take care of the kids. I take care of, of, the nurturing you take care of being the brute force of whatever needs to be dealt with. And this time around, it was the opposite because it wasn't, you couldn't fight. You couldn't do anything. You had to do whatever everybody told you. 
I, on the other hand, did not have to do what everybody <laughs> was telling us because my priority was, how do you feel about this? Are you okay with the decisions being made? Is there something that's bothering you in this? And it allowed you to let me know, you know what, this particular procedure scares the crap out of me and I'm not sure I want to go that route. You know, or having to go through um, your ileostomy and having to deal with that. That was a whole new level of vulnerability because now I'm not just your wife, I'm your nurse. Yeah. And the things that became an embarrassment to you I can't take those things and throw a fit about it. I can't sit there and go, God, now I have to clean this up again. And I really wanted to go to the store, but now I mean, I'm getting a phone call in the middle of the store. I was gone 10 minutes. I need you to come home. Mm-hmm. There's no question. It's just, okay, I'm coming home. So yeah, it's just, it's, I think it's just different letting you be able to let me know what you need and then allowing me to fulfill that for you. Well, I'll tell you this, and I'm, you know, just kind of coming to this conclusion right now that I don't think I could have trusted you as much as I did in that situation if we hadn't put the work in to develop our relationship. I, I would have, I would have suffered through it and not healed as well, trying not to be embarrassed in front of my wife, but knowing that she we'd put the work in and she is, she's a safe place for me. And I, I could allow myself at that point as bad as things were just to know that she had my best interest in heart at heart in that, and that she wasn't going to use these things against me. And that, that made me such, um, that took me from like a mighty mouse to the incredible Hulk. And uh, that's the only way I can really say it because I, I grew that much and our relationship grew that much um, based on the work that we put in to establish one another being a safe place. And right. without w- without crossing the bridge of vulnerability, mm-hmm. we just couldn't have got there. So, honey. It takes courage. Thank you, honey. You did a good job, Jeannie. Thank she you. She sure did. Thank you for that because it does take courage to be vulnerable. And I just want to encourage the men out there um, to take a chance. You know, your, your wife might surprise you. You've just maybe never given her the opportunity to um, show her that she can be trusted to that level. Yeah. You have to, you have to start somewhere. So I just um, just want to encourage you listeners out there to to ha- to be courageous in this. I know it is hard, like like what we said, vulnerability is is not an easy thing. But I want to have you ask yourself that question through after listening to this episode: is what is the filter that you've had on vulnerability, and why is it that you see it a weak- weakness? And who told you that? I, I may have some, uh, I may have some next, some more questions in the next episode. Um, so we'll have to see where it goes. Why is it such still such a scary topic? I don't get it. I don't know. Lord have mercy. Okay. Well, hey, that is just uh, that's a that's that's a great episode. That is a great episode. Yes. And uh, I'm being vulnerable, guys, putting myself out there in front of you, standing naked in front of all of you. <laughs> Being feels vulnerable. like that, huh? Yeah, it that's does. how it feels. That's how and it you, feels. And you have to get over that feeling 
that's exact great example because that ex- that is exactly how you feel when you're vulnerable. Maybe uh, whether it's the next episode or some coming up, we'll get into more of what what does that look like. Maybe some examples of how you can begin being vulnerable. What what what's a what's a test question I can kind of throw out there or uh, what what where can I start if that makes any sense? So maybe I'll have some more questions for the next one, but. Uh, Guys, again, thanks for listening. Uh, we're, we're so glad that you're a part of the Man vs. Marriage podcast. And don't forget to contact us. Reach out to us and let us know how uh, we can help and inspire and affect your life and your relationships. The easiest way is uh, man vs. marriage podcast at gmail.com. That's man vs. marriage at gmail.com. Come and join our Facebook group, Man vs. Marriage Podcast. Hit us up. Tweet at us. Be the tweet. Do the tweet thing. At uh, at MVSM podcast, um, but reach out to us. We would be really excited to hear from you and uh, give us some feedback on the show. All right. Until the next episode, we're out.